I'm Johnny Ellis, and I am Movie Mad. Are you Movie Mad? I am indeed Movie Mad. Very clearly also the name of the podcast in which I show you films and say, hey, you likey or you no likey? <laughs> and if you no likey, no lighty, as we all know. Don't even take you out. Doing <laughs> uh, Paddy McGuinness references. Way too early into this show. We're going to alienate so many people. We're going to be watching an English film already. That's going to be, you know. It's like we're on a road to nowhere. Well. was that? That was Paddy and Max, right? Yeah, Paddy and Max. Max and Paddy's road to nowhere. Feel like Max and Paddy. So? Festival. 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 They don't pay council tax. Oh, I don't know. I don't know the theme that well. That's the punch to the theme. Oh, that's the punch yeah. bit to the theme. That's the whole point. It's been a while. Um, yeah, that's not on any streaming sites or anywhere, is it? Going on the road to nowhere. That's the song. Mm. I only watched that whole series once when it aired and was disappointed, but it's still lost in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> what the? F- oh, Jesus Christ! What have I? I don't like being in this situation. <laughs> well, in this situation, I've, I mean, alive. I've been uh, re-watching um, Gavin and Stacey. I've been making a friend in America watch it. Uh, we're on series... We've just finished series two. We're about to do the Christmas special after yeah, series two. America, James Corden. No. <laughs> it's, the, <laughs> it's the only James Corden thing I... Well, that and Cats, obviously. Have you seen the Three Musketeers in 3D? Uh, I saw it in the cinema, but I... I've got no plans to go back. Yelled at, forced to do all the dirty jobs. No one likes. No one likes him. That film whatsoever. It's great fun. Oh, just like in real life. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Gavin and Stacey go. But yeah, my next um, my next uh, shows to introduce her to are Friday Night Dinner. Did you ever watch Friday Night Dinner? I tried a couple of times. I liked it. I think I can't get on board with that. Friday too. Generic. I just yeah, yeah, that was a shock with um with Paul Ritter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that and Peep Show because I've been rewatching Peep Show. Is it's because I I always put The Office on to fall asleep to. I was like, oh, I've gone through the show a million fucking times. So let's put something different on. So I've I've gone through um Peep Show a couple of times over the last couple of weeks, and it's really good. I yeah. woke up this morning and realised I'm older than both of them. In terms of when the show started, I'm definitely older than Mark and Jeremy. That's terrifying. Oh. oh no, I, there's no way they were, you know, they were playing over 30 in that first run, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, actually, um, when it ended, Jeremy was turning 40. So. Yeah, but, it, you know, that, that, that nine series really spread itself out. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah. There were a couple of years when they were too busy, you know, making magicians, a film everyone loves. Yeah. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I keep thinking while, we're, while I'm watching um, Gavin and Stacey, I was thinking the other day um, of uh, lesbian vampire killers. Is that what it's called? Uh, yep, that is exactly what that's called. 
And I'm really tempted to go, hey, did you know? <laughs> oh, and we can watch the BBC Three uh, um, Horn and Corden show. Corden and Horn. Which, which... After all, we don't get to be on air. <laughs> which showed, which was, it had a couple of good moments. I just remember, I don't remember any of the good sketches, though. I remember the Johnny Lee Miller thing. But that's it. That is, a, you're going to have to explain that to everybody. I don't even know. I, I don't know how to explain it because I don't know what it was. They were like magicians or something, and they were, and there was like, I am Johnny and I am Lee Miller, and we are Johnny Lee Miller or something. And I was the like, joke is there together? They are the name of an actor. Yeah, that's but it, it just yeah. Was that the only joke? Was that it? Because it, it, that sounds from the single pitch you told me. Yes, yeah. then you know they continue sawing women in half, and then in the background you see someone who's burying bodies, and that's the joke. <laughs> They're just murdering people. I don't know. The sketch you haven't explained enough of. I see. I that's all I remember of it, really. And I just remember they were like sort of. I think they were like magicians or something. They were, I just remember them kind of uh, sort of prancing around the stage like magicians, you know, and gestating and stuff, you know, like magicians do. Like, and wearing like wearing that. that kind of yes, like you do, um, and wearing kind of magician stuff. And then. Uh, David Mitchell and Robert Webb were on the sidelines, just jealous. Jelly. With, with their lawyers. <laughs> I think they're ready. <laughs> the thing about lesbian vampire killers. Yes. Right. I believe it was the first Empire movie con. Okay. They decided to uh, show, like, they did a, a little presentation video from inside a tent, I think it was, just like, right. hey, we're really excited, our film. Lesbian vampire killers is going to be coming. We've got an exclusive clip. Locked the doors. The and they showed the clip twice, thinking it was like, you know, and I think I'm guessing the you know, distribution team thought, oh, everyone's going to love this. They love Gavin and Stacey, right? So they're going to love this. And they love Shaun of the Dead. So it's like Gavin and Stacey meet Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> they showed it twice. And just the, the, the deadness in this room. <laughs> We'd have thought, not lesbian vampire killers, but just pure zombies out there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. I honestly thought you were going to say the thing about uh, lesbian vampire killers is um, one of the actresses who plays one of the lesbian vampires is in the film we're going to watch this week. Because <laughs> it sounds about right, like it could be an early role for her. Because I think and even by back her, of course, she means Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. <laughs> even back then, I think she was a promising young woman. Uh, yes. I, I've been, yeah. I can. I probably could have worked that in better. I, I know. I know two hindrances to her career. Oh, go on. People said she had too much pride and a lot of prejudice. Prejudice. Wow. I can't say prejudice. <laughs> prejudice. It's not fun to find out. Nearly, nearly thirty-one and prejudice. Prejudice. <laughs> well, before we were recording, I was telling you I wanted to um, get a keyboard to play piano, and you said a tootity toot. A clackety clack or a tootity toot. And we don't say bangly bang at least. <laughs> We're not that devolved. The lawyers are coming for us now because you said it. Oh shit, you think Hewitt's on our case? Oh yeah. yeah. Joker Hewitt's going to hunt us down. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I had the weirdest fucking dream the other night. Hold up, I... hold up. Is this is this more Patreon content? Only <laughs> fan stuff. What, where are we dealing with here? Well, no, I had a dream that. Did you get bangly banged? I was staying at one of the rooms at my work, because I work in the hotel, um, and I woke up and uh, Helena Hara, 
had come into my room because someone downstairs at reception didn't realise that I was in the room and had checked her in. And it was, yeah, that's the weirdest, weirdest dream ever. And but then she, what happened? She, did she rate the hotel three stars? Well, until she saw me in and she's like, all right, four. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> wow. But yeah, I just remember I, I went back down to reception. I was like, what the fuck? You guys are incompetent. Move out of my way. I'll deal with this. And I had to sort everything out. Um, oh, so, so you're, you're the hero in this dream. I, I'm the hero yeah. in every dream. Despite it being your fault in the first place for staying it's there. It's not my fault. It's no, not my fault. hotel room. That's not what you're there, there for. No, no, no. That is not my fault. It should have been handed over properly. The people on the previous shift knew that I was staying there. They didn't hand it over to the next shift. That was the problem, right? Wasn't my problem. It's was, my this, was, this over, problem. was this during the day or was this overnight? Uh, during the day. Cause okay, so you don't have to complain to Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> Who would you have to complain to? The day shift people. Is, is there a film called Day Shift? Is there a film called The Day Shift People? The Day Shift People. Can we get... <laughs> it sounds like Can we a get Holden Corden back to do Day Shift People? <laughs> There's a long way to seek with the lesbian vampire killers. It's got a slightly less of a glossy title. But um, Helen O'Hara once stayed at uh, a hotel I worked at, and I remember like seeing her name and getting all excited, and because um, I, I had to give, give her a wake-up call in the morning, and I got very, very tempted to say bangily bang, and I was like, no, there's no way to do it at five o'clock in the morning. She's not going to realise what's going on, and some weird, fucking weird creep is just saying bangily bang down the phone to me. <laughs> Did you say to get one of her reviews up? <laughs> Recite four star review for How to Train Your Dragon for her. <laughs> oh, those, that's interesting words. Yeah. Well, that must be really good. I'm off the cuff. <laughs> um, we've gone on a really bad. I don't know how to link this into what are we watching this week? <laughs> well, why don't you try for a minute? Okay. <laughs> don't like trying. I know, because you always fail, and that's kind of the show. Yeah. Um, can you teach me how to try? I feel like I need an education. <laughs> Ta-da. Did I, did I do it? Did I do the thing? I did the thing. You're welcome. No, that's uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead was in the thing. Was she? I should really rewatch the thing. Eric Christian Olsen and Mary Elizabeth Winstead are in The Thing. Or maybe The Thing is in them. Ooh. I don't know. I didn't say <laughs> um, mediocre things. I was like, yep, you know what? I don't care. I didn't like the first, the, the first one. The John Carpenter one that everyone loves. So I won't I, go watch this one without Wilfred Brimley. I, I enjoyed the John Carpenter one. It was like, you know, I don't, I don't think it's as good as everyone says it is, but I kind of respect it for what it is. It's, it's not. A, uh, it's not. They live. Touch of ideas, but uh, do you say it's yeah. not? They live. Yeah. You're holding that as the highest esteem. That is the. Uh, yeah, that's that's the high tier John Carpenter. I saw that. Uh, the only time I ever saw it was at Prince Charles. Yeah. It was like uh, what a couple of weeks after Roddy Piper's death, maybe even days. All right. And so they had like a tribute five minute video, which felt long, and then of course the fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very long night of here's things that seem to go on for ages and I didn't really care for put on the glasses oh, I love it such a good film uh, if you're talking John Carpenter for me the only one I really care about 
It's big. It's also little. Oh. Um, Honey, I've got the kids. That's right. He did. Honey, I've got the kids. What is the film you're going to... A big... Big Trouble in Little China, baby. Big Trouble, yeah. I think I've seen that once, but I don't remember. No, you've seen the film once, once. Because you're Irish. Yes. <laughs> I've seen that more than... Well, I've listened to it more than once. Well, listen to is not seeing. Yeah. You use your eyes to see. You use yeah, your but I, I, listen, I listen to use it and I close my eyes. I listen to it and I close my eyes and I've got my little um, mental cinema going on. I close my eyes. Only for a moment and the moment's gone. <laughs> I close my eyes and pull back the curtain. La la la. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that instrument? One thing's for certain. Any dream will do. That is it, any dream will do. Uh, la la la, that's, um, that is a la la land instrument. <laughs> Famous instrument used in la la land. Yeah. It's not a piano or keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> do they use any other instruments? Tell you what they didn't use. An Oscar for Best Picture. <laughs> yeah, they... Wait a second. <laughs> and you can go back to us talking about that. Years ago, we recorded. I, I just the watching, moments afterwards. I was watching someone talking about it, and I it just reminded me of how annoyed I am that I missed the moment. <laughs> do, do you remember what you did? Yeah, I remember, because fucking La La Land won, and oh, I was like, bursting for a piss, and I was like, right, that's that, I'm going for a piss. And then I came back, and you're like, La La Land didn't win. I was like, what the f*** You won't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> I one thing. Oh, I was kicking myself. I'm like, never again. I'll, I'll piss myself if I have to. I will watch this thing through to the end now. <laughs> Just so that I want it to happen again now, because it's not fair. <laughs> okay, so who do you reckon the Oscar will go will originally go to this week? And then who do you reckon it's going Ooh. to then go to? Don't you mean last week? <laughs> Because <laughs> okay. someone got their weeks mixed up, didn't they? Hey, I got hopeful. <laughs> I've had the rug pulled from under me for what I do on Sunday nights now. I need something. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember the uh, the nominees, but I feel like um, the ah, oh, you know, what'd be really horrible is if the trial of Chicago Seven wins, but then actually it was. I'm going to say it, actually that it was um, Nomadland because I wasn't a fan. And I know you're a fan. Minari. You could have just said Minari. Everyone would be not, like, oh, sure, from Minari. I've not, I've not seen Minari. So. You, don't have to, you don't have to be positive from Minari. You can just say, yep, sure. That's the thing. Whereas, you know, you can. that was spite. You just said spite. <laughs> hey, you could have been made it even worse and just said, hey. And then Mank wins. Oh, Ooh. God. Is Mank up for Matt's picture? Yeah. Oof, Jesus. Uh, Hollywood loves Hollywood, even when Hollywood is boring and completely obtuse to the idea of actual storytelling. Bloody hell. Yeah. Um, don't, but he... don't write your scripts. <laughs> die and then feel like you have to write exactly word for word. Um, yeah, Saul can do it word for word instead. Yes, please. Uh, I remember when I used to think that David Fincher was the thing that was great about the social network. And then it took me a while to realise that it was um, it was uh, Aaron Sorkin. No, it was John Carpenter's the thing. <laughs> Touche. Uh, um, you look at Zuckerberg and you think, mm, something's not quite right, test his blood. <laughs> but let's talk about this week's film, because I have no second, idea. Though. No, uh, look, I want to say, Aaron Sorkin's screenplay is perfect for the social network. Yes. But 
it is also Fincher's decisions. The visual That's choices, true. the casting choices. Atticus yeah. and Trent, come on. Yeah. That is pulled out of somewhere else and it works so perfectly. It is a symphony. So damn and good. And the orchestra playing are all at the top of their game. Yeah. Even if they're now cancelled. It's perfect. Um, it's over. But yeah. You can, you can listen to our commentary. It came out, you know, yes. months before things started to fall apart for uh, the death on the Nile star. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> um, Cars 3. <laughs> and the Lone Ranger. It's like Disney bought Fox because they really want, they wanted to be even more in the Army Hammer game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so this week we're watching An Education, right? Now, I an think... An Education, yeah, it's about uh, Ned Flanders. Yes. <laughs> I... I don't know if I've mixed this up with something else. Okay. Um, Explain what this other thing is. I'm going to be very excited. Very so, in my head, I've got a Andrew Garfield film, and I know Andrew Garfield is in an, an education. Um, See? Set... See, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I think you've never let me go. Is that like set in a near future? And Keira like... Knightley... Kerry Mulligan, Andrew Garfield, and their clones who are there to... Yes, they're clones or something. Because yeah. that's one I've been really intrigued about watching. And like this week, I'm like, oh, I'm finally getting around to watching it. And I'm like, yeah, oh... I, I don't want to go through that film again. <laughs> no? Sally Hawkins giving them a lesson, and it's like prepping them for death. And it's like, what is this? It's just miserable. I, it's just I a miserable remember... opening film for the London Film Festival. Come on. I, I remember seeing the trailer for it, and I was quite intrigued by it. Um, but yeah, I think I always get that and and, and, and education mixed up. Uh, so now I've got no idea what an education is about. Well, Never Let Me Go premiered at the same film festival in which they decided to have Everything Must Go. All right. And uh, Let Me In. So it was oh. a very confusing time for <laughs> three to four word, t- word titles with <laughs> Me Let Go. <laughs> um. <laughs> Now, is this a is it a um, a lesbian period drama? How dare you! How dare you! Did you like that sketch last week or the week before? Oh, did I like any sketch in SNL? <laughs> uh, no, it turns out this year's SNL has been uh, not good, not interesting. Yeah, really dull. Yeah, I know they're dealing with stuff, but also they could try and do. I don't know. Oh, what's this? I've got it written down here. Oh, it's it is a joke. What could that mean? I don't need oh cultural references that have already passé. I would like a joke. Seems to be written down there. Very, very interesting. Do you think uh, Kevin Smith was watching it uh, the other week? Do you think Kevin Spacey was watching it the other week? Why are we asking <laughs> who the famous Kevins will be watching? Well, no, I was just thinking, do you think Kevin Smith was watching it the other week and saw the NFT sketch and was like, ooh, there's an idea. NFT sketch, NFT sketch, remind me. Uh, it was um, to the tune of Eminem. Uh... Oh, no, no, sorry. I, I'm talking about uh, the uh, the AV Club's review of that whole episode in which it wonders... Oh, God, why, yeah, why was he dressed as Robin? And why was the other guy dressed as Morpheus? I read that after you told me about it. I was like, and then I read the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Try to explain what Eminem was to this person. Jesus. How do you miss that much of a thing? My God. <laughs> um... Yeah, he probably saw that and said, if we could, hey... I can make money. I like making money. Yeah. Why not? You know, I don't, I still don't understand it, to be honest, but right. I, just hope, I just hope I get a chance to watch Kevin Smith's new film. 
That's all. What about his Netflix show? Uh, yeah, I'm intrigued, but I, I, I was never into um, Masters of the Universe. You were definitely into He-Man, though. Oh, of always, you know. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, look, yeah. It's going to be funny, right? It's going to be a comedy. Oh, yeah. You can, so that's at least all you need to know. It's like, oh, this will be something. But, like, I, I saw a tweet from him saying that he hopes that whoever buys the NFT sells it on to a streaming service. And I'm like, well, what if they don't? What if they're just a dick? And they I go, do the Martin Shkreli thing. What's the Martin? He bought a, a Wu-Tang album. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the thing that, like, it, it gets handed around, right? Well, the idea was, like, you know, it's the, it's the only one printed. Yeah. And uh, everyone was like, well, why don't we just pull a heist and get it from him? <laughs> Is that how um, Army of the Dead came to be? Is that what they're heisting? The, the, the Tignataro action horror film. I saw the fucking trailer for that, and I kept seeing that, and I was like, is that... That can't... That looks like Tignataro. It's not the Tignataro, though. Why would Tignataro be in a... <laughs> in a Zack Snyder... It's, oh, it I'm just reading like here, uh, Money. <laughs> Weird, yeah. Turns out, you know, Tig like a money. Have you seen her chat show thing, where she has guests and she doesn't know who they are? That sounds like a very tick thing to do. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Like, because she just spends the whole time. And then they just kind of, like, the guest. And, they're, you know, they're quite a well-known celebrity of some sort. Uh, it'll, always, uh, it'll, always, it'll always turn into them going, uh, my name sounds like this. <laughs> it's well worth a watch. I'm, I can't remember which guest she's had on. But, um, but yeah, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Have you seen the entirety of her one thousand Prime original show that was cancelled way too early? No. Mississippi. No. So, so I've, I've I've not really watched anything of hers apart from the uh, the chat show thing. Um, I, should, I feel like I should, I should watch. Um, Getting the wide world of tech. Yeah, and, and I need to watch the good one robot. I need to watch Burke Kreischer. Is that his name? Burke Yeah, he's he's done a party liaison. He's got a new TV show. Coming out, that's based on one of his bits, apparently, about uh, being mistaken for a mafia. Oh, it might be a Machine movie. is a yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Peter Aventenso, who uh, did... Uh, was it Keanu? All right. Uh, wasn't Kevin Beagle, co-creator of Cougar Town. Did you watch um, Bad Trip? I saw Bad Trip last year because they had a brief window it was available on April Fool's Day. Oh, right. But no one seemed to notice except for like five of us. <laughs> so Not I, I was so excited for that film. It just... It didn't work at all for me. Oh, I liked some of the, uh, I, 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 the bits. You know, you, you, you think Andre, Howry, Haddish, I should be 100% on board. Especially, mm. you know, I, I love how often Howry and Haddish work together. It's just... Awesome, those two. I just uh, oh. didn't find anything funny. I I was I was cracking up throughout most of it, to be honest. But then it, it was like good. it was one you of those things. Where it's like I'm not gonna rewatch it. You know, it's fun, but it's not got very much of a rewatchability. Like the Impractical Jokers movie, kind of like I watched it once, but I've I've not been inclined to go back over it. I've been going back over the TV show from season one just because it's easy watching. Um. But I'm not really paying attention to it. 
I'm just kind of seeing what one what episodes I've missed out on over the run because they're like nine seasons in now. We haven't talked about this week's film much. No, you've uh, <laughs> sorry. You go on as many tangents as possible. I'm so sorry. It's just it's it's fun to just chat movies with you and stuff. We should Thank do you. this as a podcast. God, could you imagine how interminable <laughs> this would be as a podcast? <laughs> two 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 guys just hanging out talking about films. So and education. Um, what made you choose this? Because I know I, this is one you hadn't seen, right? Uh, like, and I, I needed to give you an education. That's, that's important. <laughs> Touché. Are you are you keen on it at all, or like, are you excited to show me? I'm excited. Do you think I'm going to enjoy it? Because I don't know what I'm going into to be to be honest. Because it's I, not the uh, it's not the clone film. <laughs> it's not the clone film. This is when this came out. This was like the great becoming of Kerry Mulligan. Okay. It's like, this is her calling card as, here I am. This is me as a lead. I can lead your film. Have me on and do things, which is why, you know, she would then go straight into Never Let Me Go and Wall Street 2, Money Never Sleeps. Remember so, that? So when this came out, everyone was talking about how... About, about how she was... About how she was a promising young woman. That's twice. Twice! Shame. <laughs> Shame. What? How, how dare you? Um, yeah, let's talk about. Oh, I do love uh, Kerry Mulligan, and yeah, her performance in Shame is God, amazing. I just, I just had to, I looked at like when she was nominated. It's 2010, not Oscars. She was nominated for this film. It's oh, she was nominated insane. for this. Okay. Yeah, she. Like I said, it really broke her out. Yeah. An eleven-year difference, and she doesn't look any different whatsoever in those eleven years. Yeah. True. She has great genes. She was good in that episode of Doctor Who as well. Um, she was in the. Yeah, she no, was in the we- explain more because some of us aren't Whovians. She was in the Weeping Angels episode. Surely, if you watch, you've watched that one, Blink. No. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> it's one of the classic sort of uh, new Who episodes. With the um, with the statue, you know that Stephen yeah, Moffat did before was he took over in it. No, <laughs> I haven't seen it. Fair enough, but it was it was a rare episode that didn't really involve the Doctor much at all. He pops up at the very end. Well, um, like, was that the Eccleston Doctor? No, he wasn't in it. Then I definitely haven't seen it. Let's see how this is working. <laughs> yeah, it's, do you know what? It's worth watching. It's it's a solid episode to watch on its own. Maybe I might make you watch it one day. Nah. You're welcome. In advance. Um, but yeah, uh, she was great in that, and I loved her in Shame. I love her in uh, Inside Lewin Davis. Um, yeah, she's one of those actresses I feel like I should watch more of her stuff. I, I feel like there's probably a, a fair amount more that I've not watched of hers that I should get round to. And so I'm kind of glad to be watching this, but like I said, I've got no idea what this is going to be about. So she's in it, but Andrew Garfield's not in it. No. So who's she playing with? Who is she playing with? As in, like, actors and actresses? Yeah. Or as in, like, on the poster? Uh, well, both, I suppose. But I suppose who's on the poster? Who's who's prominent? Who's prominent next to Kerry Mulligan? Oh, that yeah. would be uh, Mr. Mickey Gyllenhaal. Oh. Oh, okay. I thought this was, like, a British 
It is a British film. You can't have Americans playing British. You know? that's, that's... Pete Wee Santa guard can always play British. Mm. Well, you wouldn't see him in Harry Potter, would you? I don't know. I see a lot of people in Harry Potter. And then I go, why are they in here? And then I go, oh, yeah, <laughs> they like money. <laughs> um, well, shall we get started on uh, an education? I'm, what, I'm, what are you I'm expecting ready? from a film called An Education with a poster like that with Peter Sarsgaard and Kerry Mulligan? Uh, are you expecting okay. it to finally lead up to a Green Lantern? <laughs> when Peter Sarsgaard was in Green Lantern. Kerry Mulligan wasn't, though, was she? No, she, she dies. Okay, she good. dies at the end of this and then Red, uh, Atlantic yeah. goes to. Uh, <laughs> You know that's how that film opens up, like Kerry <laughs> Mulligan's the purple creature that dies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember that <laughs> shit. Why? I saw it once. Um, yeah, I don't know what to expect then, because it's not the cloning one that I was getting what myself ready for. the cloning one, and you just didn't realise there were multiple Kerry Mulligan clones? <laughs> she, she, she cloned her own self to clone a bunch of clone movies. Makes sense. That makes sense. You can't just do one clone movie. Yeah. You can't. That's just not... Uh, Stop fooling me that. Um, right, an education, uh, not a cloning movie. Um, Kerry Mulligan and Jake Gyllenhaal and Skarsgård. Um, uh, not, not Jake Gyllenhaal. You said Mr. Uh, Mr. Maggie Mr. Maggie. <laughs> um, Sorry, should I said Maggie Hubby? <laughs> Maggie Hubby. Ah, I hope that's how he introduced himself. Hi, me, Maggie Hubby. The deuce um, of a heart. <laughs> Um, so I'm guessing it's set in a school. She is a teacher. Um, she, uh, I think it's sort of period setting, uh, like 50s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I, yeah, I've got 1950s in my head. Um, Okay. And she she turns up at a school and she's the the new the new kid in class, well, as it she's were. But she's, new she's kid in class. yeah yeah. We well, you know what I mean. Um, and Skarsgård just, just out of teaching school. Skarsgård yes. Skarsgård books down. Is, there's an apple there ready to be eaten. Exactly. Skarsgård is the um the teacher in uh, the classroom across the hall from her. And, is, uh, is he young as well? Or is he the old guy? He, he he's he's the old guy. He's been there a few years. Um. And he teaches her a thing or two. <laughs> hey. Excuse me. Um, like? Like multiplication and algebra. Wait, why, does she, why does she need to be taught this stuff? That seems because she needs to teach, teach the kids. So yeah, there's so a really she's... funny scene where she's, she's, in, <laughs> she's teaching her class and she looks at the board and it's already written on their algebra class and she's like, oh, fuck. So she runs across the class. Uh, across the hall to the other class to speak to Skarsgård and it's like a really weird it's, it's not fun it's a really funny like back and forth of her constantly trying to teach these kids things she's just learning herself should I tell you they uh, remade this into a uh, movie <laughs> which then also in America which also got a TV show for like a season wait really? yeah is this another thing of where like a TV teacher. show got made because uh, they wanted to keep the rights to it this is bad teacher <laughs> Bad teacher. What, what, what if this was Bad Teacher? The original well, Bad Teacher. Oof. And then, then it'd be adapted into A Teacher, the other movie, which would <laughs> then get adapted into A Teacher, the TV show. <laughs> so she's just having sex with the boys. It's the Teacherverse. The Teacherverse, of course. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, uh, so I think um, Skarsgård has been... Skarsgård, not Skarsgård. Sorry, I think he's has been married before and is widowed now. Oh, okay, so, otherwise, you know, controversy in the 50s. Yeah, no, no, he's, he's, he's widowed and now he's, he's so he's, he's allowed to have a, a new wife and, and Kerry Mulligan. He's shopping. Is, yeah, he's shopping around around the school. <laughs> he's just he's just walking down the school hallway, poking his head. Oh, hello! And just like writes a little note down in his notepad. <laughs> Stay there. I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> let me just let me just make sure. <laughs> just gonna check the other classrooms, and then like all the other classrooms are just like really old. Granny like women. Helen Mirren uh, cameos as her famous character, <laughs> Mrs. Tingle. I think I wanted something here. If that's not the film. If that's not the film, are you going to yeah. write this? <laughs> I feel like I have to. Okay, who, if, you, if you had to cast that version, who are some of the other old teachers? Uh, okay. Um, uh, Who'd you cast? Who's the herbology teacher in uh, Harry Potter? What the fuck are you asking me that kind of question for? <laughs> How about no, He's a bit racist sometimes. Uh, Mary just... Mag- Margoyles. Is that her name? Mary Margoyles? Mary Margoyles. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's one of them. Um, do you know what? Fuck it, because it just came, just popped into my head now. Um, the woman who plays Pam in Gavin and Stacey is there. And he opens the door and she just goes, oh, my Christ. Um, which you wouldn't understand because you've not seen Gavin Stacey. Yeah, no, they, again, you, <laughs> they've got one person audience here. You're not really playing to them. Oh, I'm playing to me. I, I'm, the, I'm the audience right now. <laughs> oh, OK. This is, this is much more of an, aut- <laughs> an artistic piece. Um, let me think of one more. Um, Rule of three. Uh, yes, exactly. Rule of three. Um, see, the only one, other one I've got in my head is the one that plays the Dowager in the in Downton Abbey. Oh, who um, could that be? <laughs> but then that's like another Harry Potter one. But is she a like, lady in a van? Yes, yes, exactly. I've forgotten her name. Um, she she has tea with other people because it's you know, there's nothing like the same <laughs> day. Dame Maggie Smith. Oh, okay. Like dames, dames. Let's think of dames. Um, Judy Dench. No, you can't have her because she already played a teacher. In... What happened there? <laughs> you got any notes on that one? <laughs> it was a bit of a scandal. Yeah. Oh no. Um. Um. Thompson. She's a dame. No, she's too young. Yeah, too hip. We need someone like really old, like a good actress. But like, oh, Vanessa Redgraves, boom. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, there we go. Any 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 other guys there for you know the old guy to laugh about and do some sort of you know you know growing out with? Oh, Timothy. Really, you're gonna go for old guy? Mm-hmm. I thought you're gonna be like uh, someone in their forties, like a. Oh no no! The only young people are Kerry Lenny Mar- Marzan type. Wouldn't that be fun? Um, no, the, the only young people are Kerry Mulligan, and she's not just a young uh, young person; she's a promising young woman. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, her and and Sarsgaard are the only are the only young ones. No, 
Is it Ellen? Huh? Not true, is it Ellen? Ellen. They're not the only young ones. Alright. Is that a young ones thing? I don't I've not seen it. I've never seen I'm doing the Dakota Johnson. I was, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, I wasn't invited to your birthday party. No. Oh, God. That's not true, Ellen, is it? Why did you... Like, <laughs> I remember it now, but, like, how am I supposed to... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I haven't got the, the screen presence and potency of Dakota Johnson coming up against Ellen DeGeneres and calling out a liar when she sees one. <laughs> we, we, we stand a queen. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um... Shall we start the film? Can we get the coach of Johnson in there? This is a really fucking long intro. Well, now I, I want to know, can she be like a K-Man against best friend who always calls out liars? That's just her thing. She just goes up to people who say something and goes, no, that's not true, is it? She just pops out of nowhere, like every time K-Mulligan opens a cupboard and opens the drawer in her desk, her head just kind of comes out with the drawer. That's not so true, is it? It's very surreal. This piece of it. <laughs> it went from being just like a, a, a fun romp about uh, 50s husbands trying to uh, make women into their own <laughs> people and then turn it into, hey, what if weird stuff happens? What, what if there was like a, a school and there's a lot of magic things happening all around it and it's full of iconic British actors? <laughs> I don't think that'd be a film that would sell. Right? You can never make a franchise out of that. I'll tell you that. Much. Oh, God, no. Can make a franchise out of an education though, because you got because uh, we've got to teach of us. Well, you you got preschool, you got year yeah. one, year two, year three, year four, year five, year six. What comes after that? High school, secondary school, year seven, year eight, year nine, year ten, eleven. What comes after that? Six form. Uh, year twelve, <laughs> year thirteen. What comes after that? University. Uh, year one, year two, year three. <laughs> After that, um, MA. You won year two. What that's when. That? That's when uh, John Sim turns up. Because <laughs> he's uh, the master. If it's MA, that's when Octavia Spencer comes in. Ah, touche. <laughs> this is this is such a weird fucking episode. <laughs> Can we start the film? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you want to get taught what an education is? I mean, I could go on forever, but I'm also excited about watching the film. Let's get an education in here, buddy. Excellent, as always, Jenny. Hello. I'm a music lover and I'm worried about your cello. Jump in. <laughs> if I go to university, I'm going to read what I want and listen to what I want. Which university? Oxford. Did you go anywhere? I study what I believe they call the University of Life. I didn't get a very good degree there. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, these are my friends, Helen and Danny. Hello. You have no idea how boring everything was before I met you. Jenny's new boyfriend. He's not my new boyfriend. So the only sound I want to hear coming through the ceiling is the sound of sweat dripping onto textbooks. 52%. Not good enough for Oxford candidates. Nobody does anything worth doing without a degree. Nobody does anything worth doing with a degree. Someone told me that in about 50 years, no one will speak Latin, probably. Not even Latin people. We're not clever like you, so we have to be clever in other ways, because if we weren't, there would be no fun. All that poetry and all those songs about something that lasts no time at all. Yeah. 
be careful if I were you, Jenny. You don't know who you're dealing with. I don't need looking after, thank you very much. My choice is to do something hard and boring or to go to Paris and have fun. Suppose you think I'm a ruined woman. You're not a woman. All my life, I've been scared. I didn't want you to be scared. You can do anything you want, you know that. I feel old, but not very wise. Now, that shows you're a rebel. They don't want that at Oxford. No, they don't want people who can think for themselves. Oh, of course they don't. Johnny? Yes, he. Are you OK there? I am OK there. You sure? Yeah. Your cello's getting wet. Do you want to, do you want to just plop it <laughs> on that? Just, I mean, just, just, just gently pluck it into me back, and uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll take it where it needs to go if you're there. Only if I can walk alongside the car. Absolutely, you I don't want to get you dripping wet inside me car. <laughs> I like the fact that you assume it's my car and not just me. <laughs> Do you think he tried that with every member of the orchestra? No, oh, every member of the girl gang. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that definitely. triangle, that triangle could get rusty. <laughs> You know where you can stick that flute? <laughs> um, well, hey, yeah, the records this... guy. <laughs> Shake it off. Uh, this was an interesting film. I, uh, yeah, as the film... How started, many clones in this film? <laughs> none. Or maybe they were all clones. Maybe all clones. never saw the original. Yeah. Um, as the film started... Wait, I think second, I... You, never, you never saw the others because... Because this was the uh, tethered? Yeah, I... I that did pop into my head. That did pop into my head at one point, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder what the tethered versions are doing." And you didn't like, mention it. I'm not, yeah, I was like, "I'm not going to mention it because I know you'll just do it." And yeah, um, but uh, yeah. So as the film started, I realised that oh, this was one of her first films. Of course, she's not going to be a teacher. <laughs> yeah, uh, she was. She'd be a very bad teacher because she would need learning. Yeah. She needs herself. An education. Um, yeah, no, she's schools girls. Yeah, uh, this was not what I was expecting. Um, tell me about the first time you saw an education. Edu- uh, an education. Do you yeah. tell you about the first time I saw it or the last time I saw it before I watched it with you? Um, Why not start- both? Why okay. not both? Okay, <laughs> right, opening okay, day. Yeah, opening yeah, day. See what you did. I see what you I did. I, yeah, I, I saw it. Opening day, the end of September 2009. Oh, right. Not London Film Festival, no. No, I don't think it played the London because it was like, uh, yeah, it was. Oh, no, it's the clone one that played the London Film Festival. Yeah, the clone one was the clone one opened. Yeah. All right. That motherfucker was the opening film, which I saw the day afterwards and then started having a coughing fit because I swallowed my own <laughs> saliva at one point while Sally, <laughs> Sally Hawkins was teaching that one. All right. Dressing the the clones, and everyone was crying around me, and I'm like, <coughs> I'm not crying, I'm not emotional about this film, I generally just, I've got the coffin fit going on. <laughs> awesome. um, but no, this was, this was a, pro- well, I'd say a proper release, but you know, it was a small release, but it was still right. a proper release, then just like a, hey, we're going to show it at festivals and then slowly wind it out. It's just like, boom, dump, here's your movie. So it's been about... <laughs> so it's been about 12 and a half years. It's been a while. Well, yeah, 11 and a half years. 11 and, um, a, half. 11 and a half. I've grown. I've grown. So before, I have grown since then. before we rewatch this, uh, before you rewatch this, rather, uh, what were you 
uh, like, did you, is this one that you enjoyed or like, were you, were you looking for, or was this just like, Johnny's not seen it, must pop it on the list, I've not seen it for a while. I've not seen it for a while. I knew you'd, you hadn't seen it. You probably should watch it. I knew that uh, Kerry Mulligan gave a, a star-turning performance here. This was yeah. Like, yeah, like I said, it was the calling card for her. But uh, as I watched it, it's like, yeah, I see what everyone, I see what the reviews were talking about. But yeah. When the Oscars came around, I was like, yeah, I see. She definitely, I'm glad she got a nomination because this is a phenomenal piece of work. Yeah, it and, is. It's... You know, it's, you know, Hornby writing, there's humour, there's sadness, there's... I showed. Oh, I I told my mum to watch this at some point because mm. I described it to her and said, "Ah, oh, that's interesting." Because she, you know, she was of an age during the sixties when she right. was a little younger than right. Jenny would be. So it's, uh, she was like, "Oh, that sounds interesting. I wonder how, you know, exactly it was." It's like, yeah, they they pretty much nailed a lot of that. Mm. Which is good. To okay. know. Interesting to know. Um, now this is uh, based on a memoir. Um, did uh, did your did you or did your mum or anyone did, is it well known is it is is the person well known or is it just like is it kind of like a I don't know I I don't I never assumed I didn't, yeah. I didn't find out about this person she just you know she had sex and went <laughs> to college and university I I wonder if it was a memoir of someone who is. Um, a high-profile person, or if it's like uh, Angela's Ashes, in that you know it was just an English teacher writing his his memoir, and that it kind of blew up a bit, you know. I don't know of any. I don't know anything about Angela's Ashes. Teach me Angela's Ashes. Have you not seen Angela's Ashes? No, I don't have the time to care about Irish people. <gasps> we should do that next year for um, uh, St. Patrick's. Patrick's. Yeah. Well, I yeah. was thinking of uh, you know just watching another round. <laughs> but that's more appropriate. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen Evelyn? Evelyn? Sorry? Have you seen Evelyn? 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 Evelyn. Yeah. E V E L Y N. No, I've seen E V I L space L Y N N. There's just <laughs> an arch to contain that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no I don't even know what you're referring to here. Go on and explain me. Um, it's just a film that I watched when I was a kid. I think it came out like two thousand and two, two thousand three. So I was like nineteen oh, years so old. Yeah, um, it was about a uh, um, Pierce Brosnan plays an Irish dad who it's about is a Pierce Brosnan. Yes, of the many Pierce he's, Brosnan, and he's one. he's fighting for custody over his children. I don't want them. Give um, them back. But yeah, so it's, it's always one of the Ireland. Dave, I don't too. want my children. I know this one's meant to be tall and handsome, but I don't care. I think we should add that and look at, um, look at my and, wonderful facial hair. <laughs> we should add that and uh, Angela's Ashes to our list. But I don't want to uh, watch miserable Irish films. I want to watch miserable British films. <laughs> this is kind of sometimes a bit miserable, yeah, especially well, weather-wise. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look—if you're going to shoot in England, you can't just expect it to be sunny days. Yeah, fair Whatever. enough. Don't, yeah. don't, don't, you know do your storyboards and say, the brightest, sunniest, loveliest day possible, England. Because <laughs> those two things, unless you're doing it all on green screen, or, you know, the, the, the Mandalorian style, <laughs> not going to happen. Um, <laughs> the next uh, Downton Abbey film is shot all Mandalorian style, just to make sure. 
Oh, all the visuals look yeah pleasant and comfortable. <laughs> so um, and yeah, also I... to be COVID safe. Oh, yeah. um, do you Maybe think that's why? Do you think um, uh, Sylvester Stallone isn't going to be in Creed Three because he's going to be in Downton Abbey and well, Maggie? He's, he's moving near Mar-a-Lago, but not actually around Mar-a-Lago. He's stated, <laughs> but he's got a holiday home which is going to be at Downton Abbey. And, and Maggie he, Maggie Smith isn't going to be in Downton Abbey too because she's going to be in Creed Three. They're just swapping. Um, so yeah, um... don't do that. <laughs> it's not the opponent you're meant to be hitting; it's yourself. That's your worst enemy. <laughs> you're my worst enemy. <clears throat> I don't know why Stallone's still going back for that moment. I just can't. Um. So yeah, I this was um interesting because, like I said, I went in expecting a clone movie. <laughs> um... <laughs> it's I don't know. We've done over nearly 250 episodes of this show. Yeah. And I should say that every single film you've come into is saying, <laughs> I expect this to be a clone film. And we haven't mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. We've this is the first time I've mentioned it. Every single time you do you do whisper to me. Like, if you look close enough, enough, every film could be a clone movie. Every film could be a clone movie. just doesn't involve the original versions. I so. mean, we, we did a commentary for uh, Social Network. Technically... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, technically. Well, it's um, an identical, if you're not a clone. <laughs> um, so if you do, Jack and Jill. Oh, God. Why don't you remind me of Jack and Jill? Um, yeah, I don't know what to say about this. This is uh, uh, Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah. Let's talk, let's talk the Peter Sarsgaard of it all. Well, I did say during the film he looks a bit like a young, a young, young. um, Will Shatner. Roger Corman, the hero. Yes. Yeah. Will Shatner. Um, Actor. I Char- feel like... Find him charming? Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it was charming. Like, I would. Um, oh, I would really? before I was 17. Um, really? Oh, yeah. Really? Um, and, yeah, I was surprised... Would you, would you wait for Paris? Oh. Would you wait for Paris to come to you? Maybe. <laughs> um... Would yeah, you enjoy um, life with Tower? So, <laughs> so the whole thing is about, like, he's waiting, well, not the whole thing, but... The whole thing point, is predicated on a predator. <laughs> yes. But he's, like, waiting for her to turn 17 because she wants to... She doesn't want to lose her virginity until she's 17. Um, and he doesn't want to, you know, leave her without uh, getting with her. Yeah. <laughs> like the cool kids do. This is the 60s. Everyone was, you know... Starting to shag mercilessly. Um, I feel like the whole, it was quite low key. There wasn't. I, I I kept sort of waiting for something big to happen. At least the first during the first half, I thought it was going to lead into a thing where like you know this guy is um, being a predator and he's going after this sixteen year old girl, but then. You know, she introduces him to her parents and they don't seem to have any issues with it at all. So I was like, okay, so it's not going to be that kind of film. Yeah. Which is fair enough. It's the 60s, different time, different period, different, you know, attitudes. Um, so, yeah. And then, yeah, I was just, I, I was expecting more drama. 
uh, when she finds out that he's actually married, um, Spoiler. spoilers, um, and she goes, well, she, you know, she finds out that he's got, he lives just like around the corner with his wife. I thought there was going to be a whole thing that night where she goes and uh, like speaks to the wife and has the whole confrontation thing. Yeah. Um, but no, nothing like that. She she kind of is quite calm. Who's the wife? Uh, Sally Hawkins. Sally Hawkins. Sally Hawkins. Remember that night? Is she famous for anything? Um. She was uh, during our Shape of Del Toro month. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How come? Because she was in... What uh, is the name of the film? I've forgotten. Shape of Water. Oh. And and we we covered that, did we, on the episode, didn't we? We didn't do an episode on it, but we did the Shape of Del Toro month while uh, leading up to uh, the Shape of Water's release. But I don't know her from that because, you know, who cares about Oscar films? All right. Well, I know from anything else. Paddington. Wait, what? Paddington, Paddington? too. Yes. She's played. She's played Paddington as well. <laughs> um, Happy Go Lucky, which is one I've been mean to watch. You actually referenced. She's. I did. Lucky. Yeah. I mean, in the it's... in the most basic way, you said she looks like a Happy Go Lucky. Yeah. Still quite good. That's just, quite you know, half hearted. Oh, that's me in a nutshell. You, you, you didn't say, you know, oh, she's popping off screen because her name. In... Oh, I've not, I've not seen the... Exactly, you're not, you're not able to go deep into Happy Go Lucky more. Yeah. You didn't scream Emra Ha as soon as she appeared. No, no idea what's going on. Um, Take a, a soiree to South End. <laughs> so, so yeah, so when that's, she That's Happy Go Lucky, by the way. They have a nice time, they go to South End. Oh. It's really, really nice. Oh. Oh. So oh, when, I fancy um... doing that sometimes. I don't remember what South End's actually like. It's like, oh, Mike Lee shoots South End better than I shoot South End. <laughs> My eyes... So when um when Kerry Mulligan finds out that he's uh he's married, well it's a weird thing because she opens the um she opens the glove compartment for the yeah. uh, cigarettes because they're at petrol station, which is the place for cigarettes yeah. from Zoolander. Yes, in which um, uh, Peter Sarsgaard's brother Alexander Skarsgård. And then she looks at himself up. She looks at these letters. But I didn't really read what was on them, and I was like, "What's going on? Like, is he is he doing another scam or something?" Cause, oh, because she, you hear that they uh, steal paint from houses. Yeah, and I was like, "Is that what's like, Dominic she, Cooper and uh, yeah, uh, Peter Sarsgaard are in the business of going to places and grabbing old paintings from old people who don't know any better, and then going off and selling them at auction." So uh, a lot of money by tickling so girls into making money. And Rosamund Pike's just there doing Rosamund Pike stuff. And in the background, yeah. you know, she cares a lot. We've got a lot <laughs> but so as soon as the I money thought, goes, she's gone. I thought, I thought, is that what's going on? Is she, like, pissed off that he's doing another scam? Yeah. But, like, you know, she, she knows this. She knows this by now. So what? She knows this. Yes. Um, <laughs> we poor. And then she uh, she realizes well, and then you know it's revealed that his the letters were Mister and Mrs. His last name, and he's and, married, and, and she hasn't taken his last name yet. So yeah, for her. See, I time travel movie. If I was in Secret Palace Rings, if I was see at first, I thought um, that the big reveal was that he had gone engaged to her, but then had already started using her as his wife to, you know, to, to, to con or something. 
that's that's where my mind went. You were looking for like the most extravagant plot. Yeah, I was looking for something more. Basically. As opposed to a story about a human who uh, had her first love and then had her yeah. first heartbreak, realizing that oh, boring. People, people, um, are, people are awful. I want to tell a story about you know what if people jump buildings. But but and then, look, I'm not saying that by uh, E9 an education saga. We're not going to see <laughs> Jenny finally having to go into space to deal with all the uh, men who marry underage <laughs> women all the time. But uh, this first one, it's just basically, you know, uh, another brief encounter, really. <laughs> but, um, but then, um, so she, she kind of confronts him because they're yeah. going out for dinner and with, she, uh, with her parents. Parents, one of them played by... Alfred Melina. Oh. Yeah, Alfred Molina. Oh, Otto Octavius. Oh, right. Um, Otto Octavius is forming the role of uh, actor Alfred Molina, but he's really Otto Octavius. If you don't notice, half the time he has got his hands behind his back, and then when he waves, there's like two hands waving. He's like, oh, shit. So, so they, they find out. Uh, oh, and his wife dies very early on, and that manipulates <laughs> him into uh, trying to get things going. But then, you know, he gets, his, he gets a new wife. He marries again. So that he's not going crazy after the uh, destruction of his whole life, when uh, the the power of the sun and the power of his hand explodes. <laughs> so look, she so she, she finds out that he's um like she sees in the glove box while they're at the petrol station, uh, and Alfred Molina is worrying about uh, is the petrol free? Like, do we have to pay for the petrol? He's doing the even thing, though it's like, his car. But no, but look, he's like he's taking us out for a treat. I get that, but should I pay for the petrol? Which is what you do. You're like, mm, yeah. I feel guilty about taking so much. I feel like. You know, masculine tendencies are, I feel like okay, I have so. to be the um, father, you know, the, the, the patriarch of the house. I should be the one doing this stuff. That's so a that, lot of things come down to. If people are awful, or they're like happy to spend as much money as possible and don't give a shit, or their brains are broken and, you know, everything like that. So, yeah, <laughs> let's get into that. So that's, that's when she finds out, uh, she, she sees the, the letters, and... Mm. And then they go straight back to the house. And I, I got confused at first because I was like, wait, have they had the dinner and they just didn't show us the dinner? Did they have the dinner after they because stopped the petrol? They're they, like, didn't, they, didn't seem, they didn't seem to be much of a, like, what the fuck is going on? Why are we going back to the house? What's, like... I mean, it's like, shouting, what the fuck is going on? I, what the fuck it, is this guy? It was all very low-key. Fucking driving fucking back this fucking way. And, and, <laughs> oh, and, weirdly, a 12A film is not going to have that load of dialogue <laughs> And her parents go back into the house, and she has it out with her, her fiance. Um, yeah. And then she kind of says, "Look, I'm going to give you two minutes, and then you've got to come in and explain to yourself to my parents because I'm not doing it." Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and she goes into the house, and it takes a good couple of minutes before, because I was like, "Where no, are no, the parents? you are extrapolating film runtime. It's ten seconds of her staring out, looking oh, it, at it him, views. Where you were like, where are the parents?'" And it's just, oh, they're oh. sitting there, comfortably waiting because yeah, that's the thing. Like, they're as soon as she walks in, dear boy. As soon as she walks in, the parents should have been like, "What the fuck's going on?" Like, you know, why would they speak in an Irish accent? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Octavius doesn't have an Irish accent. Um, no, that, but that's what I was like. As soon as she gets back into the house. That would be the first thing the parents would be doing, surely. Like, um, can you explain, like, what's going on? But they take 10 seconds, apparently. But they, they still take time before they go... These are parents who are willing uh, to let their daughter go to Paris with this man. Yeah. So it's not like, uh, oh, what's going on? They're like, okay, we feel like we're comfortable with this person. There's something odd here, but 
she's old enough that we're going to give her enough space first and let things happen. And then, and then he just um, the the film. Well, drives like, off. Yeah, he just drives off, and that's the last again. we see him off. He's an absolute scaredy cat. He has no ability to be a human being. He just uh, takes and takes and hurts and hurts. He and um, the trail. and she goes not family way. She ends up going to Oxford in the end, and she after. You skipped over. I know. Oh, sorry, I was, I was hanging just out with on that last bit because it's hanging out with you know, Olivia Williams, which uh, not the first time on our podcast. Welcome back, yep. Olivia Williams! Yay! Yep. This, um, is, this is more Rushmore. So, um, and Emma Thompson so hanging out with Emma Thompson. Yep. Yay! She's a date. Um, you cast so, her in your film now. <laughs> Casting this one. So she she goes. She goes, she ends up going to Oxford and there's like a little kind of thing at the end where she, there's a voiceover in her going, you know, I, I started dating boys again and someone said he wants to take me to Paris and I pretended I'd never gone before because I've completely written that out of, out of my memories now. Weird Which is fair enough. she speaks like that as opposed to doing it elegantly. And yeah, I know. It's weird. Um, you know, Nick Hornby might write that. <laughs> um, what I think about um, Nick Hornby is he's very blunt. I was expecting there for a... Um, a, a little reunion, like you know, he was going to turn. Manchester by the Sea moment. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was going to turn up. Share, she's in a hoodie, and she's kind of. She goes in the background, and she kind of sees him, sort of acknowledges him, and you know, writes him off, I, and she's like, "I'm done." So yeah, I was just expecting more dramatic stuff to happen in it. This is life. This is yeah. drama. Life. I'm just telling it's you what dramatic. should have happened. I'm, sure, I'm just odd. telling you what should have happened in her life. But more than things that should have happened, things happen, and then you just have to be presented with. I tell you something that happens, but they don't show us, which I was very surprised at because this feel it felt like a film that would kind of show us bits and pieces. You know, um, when she turns seventeen and, and loses her virginity, they they really gloss over it, and I was quite surprised at that. They're quiet. Four hours they hold for each it. other <laughs> in Paris. Yeah, they're holding each other in Paris. And, and then they cut to her having a cigarette. Yeah. Out. That's really surprising. Because like, that's not an important moment. The relationship is important. The intimacy beyond... The that's not important. It felt like it was an important moment in that, you know, they kept talking about when you're 17. Yeah, uh, the build-up is... Yeah, but then so the moment just the flitters moment. away. No, the moment flitters away. It's the yeah. You, right. you remember the build up, and you remember the art, you know, you know, like things. But the moment is just like. Oh. But I'm I'm surprised yeah. they, they didn't show um, something like them it doesn't it, because like it literally does not matter. It's yeah. It's just that's, the, that's why we don't because yeah, and you're spending too much time talking about it because it don't. It, they literally know it doesn't matter. Yeah, it is the weird build up and. The over expungent of it, and then the. I wonder you know, if that's the, what the memoir was like. It's like the end of a chapter. We were holding each other in Paris. Next chapter, the next day, I was smoking the cigarette. Chapter seventeen. <laughs> yeah, chapter seventeen. Like this it. is this is this is the one. Um, no, no, no I, I, as I'm reading now, oh, it's entirely based on the one night in Paris, <laughs> with an epilogue um, about watching one night in Paris in Paris one. Night. But yeah, this is—it's just very different to what I was expecting. Um, and so you're complaining that it hasn't. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you how it should have gone. <laughs> Mate, it sounds like you're fucking complaining. Doesn't it? Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that—that's those. Those are my main points, really. Um. 
but I, I think now, now I've talked through it, I am ready for the question. If you are ready to ask me. I'm not ready to ask you. Okay, that. fair enough. It's so rude. Sorry. You're so bloody rude. <laughs> I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> what am I to do with you? I don't bloody I don't know why no one spoke like this during the whole of that film. <laughs> How bloody good would it be if everyone just came out and said, listen, Jenny, he's not worth it. He's a weirdo. He likes him on the younger side, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean? You know. Oh, and there's a whole thing with um, Dominic... What's Dominic his name? Cooper. I was going to say Dominic Cummings. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> there's a whole thing with Dominic Cooper... Uh, where he's like dancing with um, Jenny and sort of eyeing her up a bit, and it's like, and um, uh, Rosamund Pike is on the sidelines, kind of looking at like, like, you know, I'm gonna fake my death and make people think you killed me. Yeah, um, but where where are they doing this dance? At the Greyhound track. At the Greyhound track, they've just they just won a bit of money on the dogs. Yeah. And now it's um, time for dogs and dancing. The two and, things we all know. <laughs> So there's uh, there's a little, there's a kind of a bit of um, romance ish there, but nothing comes of it. I thought that was going to lead into something like a, a love triangle or something, um, and and Rosamund Pike would have to be dealing with the fact that he is now sleeping with this girl who is engaged to his friend and like. It just, it kept giving me little things where it's like, oh, it's going to lead into this. And then it just continues on. Like, no, no, it's not. Oh, so life like life, things might yeah. be leading to me for different places. And this is just where things go for now. Yeah. Things can go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Julie, you can go anywhere. No, you can can't. go to Cambridge. If Down still. Go to Oxford. Um, you can. I mean, you can't go to college there, but you can you know, go there. Yeah. Walk around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. This is Ooh. definitely a town. All in all, though, it was a very interesting film. Uh, very different to what I was expecting. And um, just, uh, I went into it in a whole different... I was in the mood for something different. I was in the mood for clones. Um, like um, the Ash song. Yes. Sure. I'm going to pretend I know what that is. Um, okay, right. right. Carrie Mulligan and Education. Yeah. Helen Mirren, The Last Station. I don't know. Sandra Bullock, The Blind Side. Ah, oh, right, okay. Gabri Sadebe, Precious, based on the one pushed by Sappho. Meryl Streep, Julie and Julia. Right. Those are your five. Um. Mm. Yeah, I'd probably give it to Karen Mulligan. See? I love Sandy. Who doesn't love Sandy? She's great. Blindside's not a good film at all, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, it was her that one. I, I always think it was Precious. Oh, come on. That, that was a big one. Oh, no. She should have won. I've been re-watching Difficult People lately, which is a hilarious show. Oh. Uh, she's so good on that. She's so good. She could do comedy so well. Hey, you, hey, you know who went Best Supporting Actor that same year? Uh, no. You've got two iconic actors from the same award season there. Because Carey came out from that one, and boom. Who wins? I'll I, I tell you, but I don't know if you like facts or rumours. 
Wow, Christoph Waltz. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. I was getting in, I was, this morning when I finished my shift at work, I was in a really big mood to watch a Tarantino film, like Death Proof or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or something. Yeah, that's my dog, something short. Or Kill Bill yeah. Volume 1, which is short. Oh, Kill Bill's like four hours long. No, Kill Bill Volume 1's like an hour. Four, is it? No, Kill Bill's like four hours long. Yeah, if you watch both films back to back, but you can do that's one. Not, that's not too Kill Bill. If you sit down and watch Kill Bill, you watch Kill there's Bill. There's a Guardians of the Galaxy, there's a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Kill Bill Volume 1 and Kill Bill Volume 2. So, you know. When does she kill Bill? At the end. Right? Yeah, well. Yeah, at the end. <laughs> when do they run the maze at the start when they keep going? <laughs> doesn't mean each film doesn't exist because they don't do the same thing. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this one. That's... <laughs> what would you like to call it? The, the guys who are now lasting a day in the scorch. <laughs> and you know the cure deathers. <laughs> Who remembers the maze runner? Anyway, <laughs> I watched Love and Monsters yesterday. I'm going to know Brian re- re- trying to remember his career moment. <laughs> I would last a day in the scorch. <laughs> I'll last enough of them in isolation. <laughs> Too shame. No, no. Well, he has, he was nominated actually. You are right for Julia Julia. He was nominated. <laughs> Oh, touch the touche. Are you mad that you watched an education? The came out no. of a non movie. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Are mad. you movie mad for a film about a promising young woman? Uh, slightly, but not too much. Because... Do you feel comfortable? Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice film. See, it was just it much nice, more nice. low-key than I was expecting. I, I, I wanted the drama. I wanted more drama. Wait, like... Kevin Dillon. Yes. <laughs> that's, like, hey. that's what this and all films are missing. Hey, baby sis, I hear you're getting married. Except for a guy who's older than me. <laughs> the turtle comes in. He's, you know, he's got his lid on. His backwards cap. He's like, wow, can you believe we're in London? In the 60s? This is crazy. Where's my Bose headset? Classic, classic, classic turtle moment. And then he's there and he's confused because they don't even have pizzerias there, so he's got no career. But don't worry, because Vince is going to be okay. It doesn't matter if it's in the wrong decade. He's still a movie star. He's going to be okay. He's going to do the movie. <laughs> What's that? The Ipquist Files? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do the movie. He destroys Michael Caine's career because he's Vincent Chase. He can do anything he wants. <laughs> Why not? Entourage everything. <laughs> Where can you find you to get more entourage everything? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ethan Run. You can also listen to, as I've really been re-listening to, Yelling About Ellen, an all-encompassing look at HBO's hit comedy, Entourage, by Marie's former podcast like 2015 leading up to the entourage. You know what? Lots of funny jokes in that show. Lots of funny jokes. Do you listen back to our episodes as well? I'm just going through Entourage at the moment. I was like, oh, I could do a companion thing. I could rewatch Entourage right. and listen to the podcast. So in a, in a few years' time. I listen to a friend I haven't talked to since we finished doing oh. those episodes because I literally just doesn't, he's not online anymore. Um, Where's Nick? Fair enough. Yeah, I keep wanting to sort of go off the grid, but I'd feel bad leaving you alone. You wouldn't be alone. Yeah, I would be. I, are you kidding me? I, did, I have not talked to anybody since the last time we recorded. I mean, just like on Twitter and stuff, I'm not much on there anyway. 
but um, I'd still be around. You know, I'd still record with you, but I just wouldn't be around to retweet <laughs> the podcast, which is basically all I use. And my, where would you retweet the podcast from? Um, oh, thank you for asking. Um, at movie underscore mad is my Twitter account. But yeah, that's pretty much all I do. You don't, you don't have an Insta account anymore? Uh, I'm on Instagram, yeah, at movie underscore mad. Oh, okay, um, I've forgotten to post uh, this film that we just watched as my 130th, 131st film of the year. 131? Really? Mm. Um, um, are you on Letterboxd? I am, at movie mad. At movie mad, no underscore yeah. on that. No underscore. Um, Ethan runs on that. You can find yeah. me, find my stuff out. You can oh, find us. Hey, hold on a second, let's see, what's oh. my most recent one? Wouldn't that be fun? Most recent one. This will be fun. Songs My Brothers Taught Me, 2015. Two stars. This is what I feared Nomadland would be like. Oh, Just yeah. Slow one engaging. That's my take on Chloe Zhao's debut film. I was going to put... Um, now a movie. After I saw that review, I was going to put a review for Nomadland and say... Uh, what was it you called it? The, her first film? What do you mean? What, what was it you said in that, that review? Disjointed. Last, disjointed. Slow on engaging. Slow on engaging. I was going to put those three words as my review for Nomadland and see what you saw, see if you spotted it. Nomadland <laughs> is not disjointed. Slow on engaging. I found. I found it kind, thoughtful. I found it uninteresting. No Gorgeous-looking piece of work. I'm, I'm glad I watched it again. <laughs> oh, so nice. David Strathairn, um, man. David Strathairn playing piano with his son. Give me yeah. that. Just give me that. Strathairn. Sorry, I had to... IMV underscore mad on Twitter. Yep, IMV underscore mad on Twitter and Instagram. IMV mad pod on Facebook. Yep. IMV mad at hotmail.com. Yeah, email us. Don't know what you're going to get out of that, but you can email us and you know, tell us... <laughs> What films do you think would be better if they were both in the entourage verse and had clones? In them? <laughs> and if you um, say Attack of the Clones, well, yeah, obviously it'd be better with entourage in there. Five star film. Like, wait, um, who would you? Who would? Who would be who? Let's recast it instead of you know just adding them there. Um, what? Hold on, wait. What are we doing? Attack of the Clones, Star Wars episode two. Right, just recasting it. Yeah, just recasting with uh, the bros. Oh, with with the entourage crew. Okay. With mm. with with drama turtle E and Vinny. Um, drama would be um, Obi Wan, and uh, Vinny would be um, uh, yeah, Anakin. Yeah. Um, Turtle would be R two D two, and E of course because he used to manage uh, Sabaros would be Dexter Jetster managing yeah. his uh, <laughs> crummy <laughs> diner cafe in Corinth. Um, oh, City of Planet. <laughs> and who's the who's the uh, the manager guy? The manager is Dexter Jester. I just said manages the uh, Dexter Jester's diner. Oh, you mean the agent Ari Gold? The agent, sorry, not manager. Yeah, Ari, that was it. Uh, Ari Gold. Don't say what. No, Dooku. Who? Count Dooku. No, he's not Count Dooku because he went to the dark side. What's his dark name? Um, 
something I found out in the toy adverts when the film came out because they don't mention it in the film. Yeah, what is this Darth Maul? Darth Tyrannus. Tyrannus, yeah. Yep. I, I was so excited because I thought, holy shit, Christopher Lee's going to turn into a dinosaur in this one. <laughs> <laughs> How good would that be, though? That would be pretty good. Come here to tell me. Well, I've got a surprise for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is uh, what's next week's Why? Right, what big How teeth we... I have? <laughs> How do we top an education? Is it with a test? Hey, no. An exam. How dare you? We're going to go away. We're going to go and take a trip. Oh. Into the Gore-Vabinsky-verse. Okay. We've, been, we've not been hanging out with Vabinsky since we uh, were wrangled into Rango last year. Yeah. I think, I think it's time we uh, we took a trip. We, we got some Gore in our lives. As long as it's not Pirates 3. We are not doing one of those two and a half hour films he made. Okay, good, good. Don't worry. We're only going to do a two hour film. I generally have forgotten what film. We're going to do a two hour film. Uh, you know what we're going to say instead? We're not going to even hint it up. Two hour film, Brad Pitt, Julia Roberts, and James Gandolfini. How fucking much more do you want? We're going to do the fucking Mexican. Oh. We're not doing the Weatherman with The Michael fucking Harry. Mexican. We're going to do the fucking Mexican. I have no idea what this is about. I imagine hey, it's, 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 it's about James Gandolfini. Uh, when you say you met, uh, the Mexican, all I've got is uh, Get the Gringo, is that what it's called? The Mel Gibson. Vacation. Yes, yeah. The UK title for Get the Gringo. Yeah, that may be all you think about, but you know what you could think about instead? What? A good film, I don't know, like The Mexican. Well, until next week. A film that's like 5 out of 10 out. on IMDb and 10 out of 10 in my heart. <laughs> until next week when I find out if it is a good film or not. Until next week when if you I find out it. what film we're going to watch next week with Ketid <laughs> a Mystery. <laughs> Who knows? Enjoy the Oscars. No, last week. Thank you, Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com. 